Show. That's my open? That's what they used to call me, Swivel Hit Bradford. That's my open. I'm okay. waiting for you to so justify what? your stupid opinion. Bradford Show. That's delicious. Boom sauce to you all. I hope everybody had a great week. I know that we had a great week here at the Bradford Show Studios. It was been retirement week. We started off the week with Pat Light officially retiring on the Bradford Show and then went to today... Steve Pierce, who also had retired on the Bradford Show on WEI um, just earlier, a few months ago, and he comes back, and as always, it's always good to hear, especially this time of year, which is an important time of year to remember Steve Pierce, October 28th, Red Sox win, 2018 World Series, he wins the MVP, all of that, but to go back to the great week that we had, I mean, we had Pat Light, we had Brian Johnson, first time anyone has caught up with him. Um, we had Steve Peralt give a five-point plan in terms of actually making the Red Sox the cool kids again. I thought that was an excellent podcast, and now we're punctuating things with with Steve Pierce. I mean, that, I'm not even talking about the week before. You're talking about Dayton Moore, Kansas City general manager, and talking about you know Light, you're talking about... Daniel Bard, who just won the National League Comeback Player of the Year. I mean, just an excellent, excellent podcast. And in John Gibbons, manager, manager who interviewed with Heim Bloom. So he gave us insight into what it's like to interview with Heim Bloom as a Red Sox executive. So it's just been two really good weeks. So if this is the first time listening, thank you, welcome. But also, you know, spread the word. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. It's a great way for us to sort of get people listening to this, get people on the ball, on the train. We're going to keep going throughout the Red Sox offseason. And really now it, it sort of amps up quite a bit because you have the World Series. Sure, we'll talk about the World Series. We're talking about some managerial interviews. We're talking about whatever it comes. We'll get the guests on that you want. But then you get the, the boom, boom, boom offseason. That's what people want to hear. So, in the meantime, I think a lot of people want to hear this time of year, especially from Steve Pierce, partly because he's in Tampa. He's embedded. He's the Patriots fan that's embedded in Tampa. So we talked a little bit about that. He actually went to the Buccaneers game the other day. I'm sort of fascinated. Like, how do you get tickets for that? How do you get picked? Do you pick the game? What's it like when you get there? So we talked to Steve about all of that, about his love for Tom Brady, so forth and so on, and love for the Patriots. But we also get into, he says some very, very telling remarks about two things in particular. Number one, how he can't watch baseball and how this retirement has impacted him. And people don't understand that. That's a pretty big deal. When these guys hang him up, sure, okay, you hang him up. You don't want to play anymore. You can't play anymore. But getting in front of the television set and watching a game is difficult. And Pierce is the perfect example of that. And he talks about this on the podcast. Also, a proclamation about exactly how good that Red Sox team, the 2000 Red Sox team was. Because remember, Mookie Betts said he had never been on a more talented team than this Dodgers team. Well, 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 well. Let me just tell you. Steve Pierce is definitive when he talks about what team is the best baseball team of all all time, all time. Anyway, all right. Well, let it, let me know. Let me know if you have any guests that you want on. We'll try to get them on for you. We'll keep the ball rolling. But enjoy your weekend. 
go back, listen to all these podcasts. And the last one for this week, Steve Pierce. All right. Once again, we are honored to have Steve Pierce on the Bradfoe show. Um, Steve, still retired? Still retired? Is that correct? Yes, sir. <laughs> how is retirement? How is how is life? Being retired in Florida, if you're going to retire at a place, uh, Florida is the place to do it, right? Correct? It sure is. It sure is. I'm enjoying it, enjoying being with the kids. Um, you know, just, just transitioning to a new part of my life. Having fun doing it. So if you're going to pick a – also, if you're going to pick a year to retire, this was a good one. I mean, if you had any idea of playing or any uh, any inkling of playing, you must have been like, oh, thank goodness I didn't do this because it would have been – you know, going through what they had to go through would have been somewhat of a disaster, right? Oh, for sure. For sure. I, I, you know, that's probably the, the one thing that everybody tells me when, uh, when I decide to retire is I picked a heck of a time to do it because this just seems like it's frustrating to everybody. You know, having to go through all the stuff that they're going through now. All right. So last time we talked to you, I think that you were on the verge. You maybe have ordered your Tom Brady jersey. Uh, it was right after Brady signed with the Bucks, which is uh, the team that you were right near. You're you're, you're an enormous uh, New England Patriots fan, enormous Tom Brady fan, but you were ordering your Bucks jersey. Did you receive? Did you order your Bucks jersey? Did you receive it? Um, and have you worn it? If you have it. because the, the season got, you know, compromised at the beginning of the year. So it's kind of just been, you know, frustrating, not just for baseball, but for football, too, as you can see what's all going on around the league. So, uh, yeah, it's just kind of kind of weird times right now, but but I'm still pulling for, for Brady and the Bucks and, you know, and for the Patriots. Uh, okay, so that, that we talked about it before. If Tom Brady and the Bucks play the New England Patriots today, who are you rooting for? Man, you know, that, that's such a tough question. <laughs> that's a loaded question. You know, you know Tom, Tom Brady, you know, he's, he, uh, you know, he transformed, you know, the New England Patriots, you know, in my lifetime when I was, you know, a kid growing up for the Patriots. And, you know, he's been my quarterback for, you know, past 20 years. So, you know, I just, I enjoy watching him play. You know, he's just, a, you know, he's a great, great football player and, and, uh, you know, and then on the flip side, you know, I'm, I'm a diehard Pats fan. Everybody knows that. And, and uh, man, watching him lose last weekend, that one kind of hurt a little bit. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. Yeah, that wasn't that. Wasn't that. And then the, the week before that, they get hurt with the COVID, and it looked like they were rolling um, before that. And so it's kind of just, you know, just, just another COVID bomb that gets thrown on everybody. So, so do they make the playoffs, the Patriots? I'm gonna, I'm gonna forget that that you didn't answer the question, that you sidestepped the question very uh, astutely. But um, so, but do this. I'll, I'll transfer to this. Do the Patriots make the playoffs? Uh, yeah, I think they do. Ooh. You know, they, they always find a way to get it done. And and uh, you know, it's still early in the season. You know, there's been hiccups. You know. Many times, you know, in the past, you know, this time of year. So, I mean, it's Patriots will find a way to get over it. All right. And when it comes to, like, the vibe down there with Brady, and obviously everyone was jacked up for Brady and Gronk and everything else, do you think that it's been uh, – that he has been – what everyone had hoped. Like, what? what is the vibe there? And I know that you're coming off a win and you beat Green Bay and everything else, but – 
are people still all in on Brady and Gronk and they're, they're gonna, the Bucks are going to win the Super Bowl and they can do no wrong? Is that the vibe down there? Yeah, you know, they're on the train right now. You know, the Tampa Bay, I mean, this is a, a, a market that's feeding for a good football team. You know, when, when the Bucks were riding high back in, you know, around the 2000 time, you know, when they had that, that defense, uh, you know, this place was rocking, and it, it seems like it's making its way back. You're seeing a whole bunch of uh, a lot of support around here for the Bucks, more than more than usual. I'll tell you that. Can you go to games or no? Can people go to games? I don't even know. You know, I, I went. They they just opened the uh, the stadium. Uh, I think a couple weeks ago, and and I was actually at the Green Bay game. Really? So that was the first game. Yeah, that was the first game I went. I was able to go see and uh, and just watching watching the Bucks play. You know they uh, they they put the, the <laughs> NFC on notice. Put it that way. But they they they're playing well. Because UFC season tickets, right? Yes, I got I got the season tickets. Yeah, as soon as Brady signed, right? Correct. But I'm, but I'm only allowed. To, we're only allowed to go to like one or two games, so it's like we can't even go to all of them. So it's kind of. Kind of frustrated on that aspect. So how do you how do you get how do you know which games you can go to? Do you, they say you got to pick two games, or do they assign you games, or how does that work? Uh, yeah, it's like you have to just get on at a certain time and, and request tickets online. My buddy does it. Me and my buddy got the, the tickets together, and he's kind of in charge of all that stuff. And and he called me. And he was like, "Hey, we we can't go to the, we can't go to the Kansas City games, but we can go to the Green Bay game. We can go to this game, but we can't go to that game." It's just like, man, this is kind of this is kind of frustrating. What was it like at the game? Was it what you thought it would be? They, uh, you know, Green Bay travels well everywhere everywhere they go. You know, they have a good fan base, but you know, the Bucks the Bucks were the Bucks were on top of their game this weekend. That was that was definitely a fun watch and and fun to. Uh, you know, slap the Green Bay Packers all around the field. <laughs> all right, so this this transfer to baseball here. So we have we're in the middle of the World Series, otherwise known as um, your time of year, the Steve Pierce, um, the annual Steve Pierce uh, display of excellence. And uh, so, does it seem like so? Two years ago, two years ago, you know, so much has changed, obviously, but. What does that feel like now? Does it feel like forever ago? Does when the World Series come around and you're watching it now, do you like, oh man, you know, like I was right in the middle of that? Like, what's your sort of feeling about that right now? Well, right now, I'm coming fresh off retirement. Yeah, you know, I, I and it hurts to say I don't really watch, I haven't watched baseball that much. It's kind of, it, it it hurts to watch. Um, you know, cause I feel like I can still play, but just don't don't want to anymore and and uh so i just i haven't been able to turn on the turn on the tv but i'm uh i forward a little bit but i i don't watch it you don't watch it oh wow wow i'm just, I'm just not ready i just not ready it hurts too bad really you, i mean did yeah. you i mean is it is especially now i mean like was it did you try with the red sox did you try watching it and then you're like this is just not it's not happening yeah, it just it's just not hitting me the way that it used to, and and I'm sure Tom Tom will definitely heal it, but I'm just not ready at my point in life right now to watch it. Wait, wait, when what was it? You got a truck for winning the MVP, right? Yeah, yeah. What? What are you, are you driving that truck right now? 
Uh, no, I gave it to my dad. Oh, you did? Okay. Oh, there you but go. My dad's driving it, and he represents it, and he loves it. I mean, he shows it off. And, um, <laughs> I mean, I, I can't. I'm so pumped I was able to give it to him. Did does your dad do this? See, this is what my dad would do. He wouldn't only drive it, but he would like walk into Dunkin' Donuts and he said, "By the way, I don't know if you know this, but that truck." My son gave it to me for winning the World Series MVP. Does he let people know that? Oh, for sure. For <laughs> sure. He's, he's, he's very proud of that truck. And, and he's got it decked out. He has bobbleheads in it and Red Sox memorabilia. It's really cool what he's done. Oh, really? So, n- not that you watched the, the World Series, but you obviously played for the Rays. You know, and and we have Heim Bloom over here now, and they have you know the whole Rays thing, and the Red Sox are saying, hey, you know what? Look at what the Rays are doing. Maybe some of that can transfer over to 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 the Red Sox way of doing things. What is it like to play for the Rays, and how is it different, I guess, from playing for the Red Sox? You know, obviously we had you know more superstars on the on the Red Sox, you know, but the Rays, you know, when we were Rays, you know, we had just a team full of grinders and. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's tough to mess with the grinders. You know, guys that go out there and they bring it every night. And you see, I mean, over the years, you know, we've always struggled playing against the Rays. And, and you look at even all the teams I've played for, it's like always Rays always gives, gives the team fits, you know. They, just, they can bring it every single night. And, and uh, you know, that's kind of the culture they had down there. And did you – I can't even remember. You played for Cash? Yeah. What was that like? He was awesome. Yeah. He was awesome. Yeah, I really enjoyed playing for him, and uh, and, and I, I hope you know they can they can take it down. Well, when when you're talking about um, you know the the do you think that the the a lot of the stuff you know forget about the fans and forget about the superstars, the, a lot of the things that they implemented. Do you think that that can transfer to, to a Boston, a market like Boston? Because there must have been some stuff that the Rays did, which are, you know, sort of outside the box, you know, as a player. You know, whether it's like tilting up the hitting cage so you don't hit the ball into it or, or the different analytics or, you know, things like that. Um, you know, just being in that clubhouse, you know, well, I think we relied more on the analytics on being in the Rays because we didn't have you know, the the talent that we had, uh, you know, when we were with the Red Sox at the time. So, yeah, there's, there's things that, you, you know, you have to find edges somewhere and, and, you know, you find it in the analytics. And and especially, you know, we got talent. You put those two together, you know, you can make a very lethal ball club. Mm. What, you know, Mookie, Mookie had said, said, you know, the Dodgers team was probably the most talented team they ever played on. And I, which immediately I said, well, okay, let's have this conversation. Which team would, which, which, which team would you, which team would win? You know, the 2018 Red Sox or the 2020 Dodgers? I will, and you know, I, obviously we don't know what's going to happen with the Dodgers and the Rays, but you know, we, I think we can say the Dodgers talent is, is, you know, probably the best in the league, but you know, so when you, but my point was Steve is that, okay, that's fine. But still, you have to have the pieces. All the pieces have to fit. And I've never seen the pieces fit better than it did in 2018. All right, so here's your chance. 2018 Red Sox or any team this year? Uh, I will take the 2018 Red Sox. <laughs> hands down. Um, any day of the week, and I'll put them against any team that's ever stepped foot on the field. I mean, we, were, we were a fun team. We, we, we went 
uh, we had the chemistry and, and the talent, and, and we gelled. And, and when we were on, we were a very tough team to beat. And I will, I will take us any day of the week. I mean, you guys, ro- people forget. You rolled. You, I mean, yeah, you had your moments. And, oh, thank, you, know, you saved the day. Of you and Eduardo Nunez saved the day at Yankee Stadium. But for the most part, you rolled. I mean, you rolled through really good teams. Right, and and we rolled through them, and, and yeah, we took care of business, and, and and that's just what we did. I mean, that that was just the thing. It was like we knew we had to do, and we did it, and and we brought that every single night to the park. What made Alex such a good fit? What such a good manager for that team? Uh, probably communication. You know, he was always open to everybody, and and it was, there was never a like just an eggshell atmosphere. You know, we had to walk on eggshells, afraid to say. You know, he was always always talking really open. He let everybody know their roles, and 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 that goes such a long way inside of a clubhouse. More so, like you said, you know, like Kevin Cash, I've known Kevin for a long time, and he's a great guy, and he's done a great job. But, was, I mean, would you say that sort of Cora, that was his, that was his go-to strength? Uh, Cora's or Cash? Well, well I, mean, I mean, I guess here's, here, that's a terrible question. Here's, I'll, I'll rephrase the question. Do you think that with, like, guys like Cash and Cora, that's what separates them? The ability yes. to communicate? Yes. Yeah. That's it. That is such a big part, and, and people don't realize it. You know, the outside world, um, just communication, just letting players know their role and, you know, when they have to be ready, when they're starting, instead of, you know, having a, a lineup posted at 4 o'clock and, you know, and it's kind of like a potluck type thing. And that, that really, really a big difference is knowing when you go into the park, knowing what your role is going to be for the day. And they're very good at, at expressing it. Were they a lot – were they pretty similar managers? They were, yeah, they were very similar. Oh, very similar. Interesting, yeah. Um, and the last thing is, is, you know, so last year you've already had one year anniversary of, uh, the, the night that you won the MVP. Now this is going to be the second. Did you do anything for your year anniversary? So when you were going last year, you like, (laughs) so did, did you, did you go back and watch the game that night or, or did, what, what, what do you remember about the year anniversary? How it felt compared to like now? Man, I don't know. I don't really do anything for it. I just oh, come on. You got to do something. No, I, I I know. I mean, it's it, it's just a yeah. I don't know, like for me for me personally, it's like it was it was just in my career, it was like, all right, we won. It's like, let's, all right, let's go on to the next year, and you know, let's do it. And you know, since I've been retired, I'm sure down the line I'm going to start probably celebrating it. Just right now, it's just I, I'm not at that stage of my life right now. Yeah, and right now, like you said, you probably this this year is probably the the year you're you're away from baseball more than even last year, I would imagine. Right. So. Right. Did, yeah. Did you save anything from like that night besides a truck? Oh yeah, I mean, I got, I got so much memorabilia. I mean, I lo- that night was that night was all. I got the champagne bottles, the goggles. <laughs> um, I mean, that was that was the fun. I mean, that was the that was the pinnacle of of, of my career. And, you know, I've been you know I broke in the league in two thousand and seven, and you know I got the championship in eighteen. So I mean, I was it was it was the pinnacle of my career. It all lit up that spot, and it's definitely a. Uh, Something I will never forget. By the way, I just love I can't give, I love the fact that you said that the 2018 team was the best team of all time. I love it. 
ever. <laughs> that's awesome well alright Steve well I, I really appreciate it always good to talk to you and um, and uh, and great things ahead for you um, and we'll see you in uh, where's the Super Bowl this year I don't even know where is it Los Angeles it's in, no it's in Tampa oh that's right alright yeah so can uh, do you have like a guest house or something when the Patriots play down there that, that we can stay in because it's gonna because you know how hotel rates are Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're going to be expensive. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that when the time comes. All right, fair, fair enough. All right, Steve, good talking with you.